Greetings. Welcome to Legally Uncensored. I am your host, Demetria Graves, Certified Family Law Specialist in the Pasadena area and Beverly Hills. Thank you so much for listening to Legally Uncensored. And today we are going to talk about divorce, court, and social media. Why are we talking about this? Well, over the last several weeks, we have seen several celebrities make a public announcement about their pending divorce matters, child support matters, custody matters. And so I realize this is becoming more and more prevalent or more and more popular to make a public announcement about what's going on in our lives. And especially for celebrities, it allows them the opportunity to put out a statement or control the narrative, if you may, before the media gets a hold of it. So over the last couple of weeks, we saw Tia Maori, the twin sister of Tamara Maori, an actress, make a public announcement about her pending divorce. And then she was able to control her narrative and continue to post messages about her journey and, and kind of what that looks like for her family. We seen singer Neo and his wife post about their divorce, maybe not in the most positive light. And in fact, he tried to take down or have taken down what his wife posted about him, the negative narrative she posted, or allegedly negative narrative she posted about him, which was denied, because we all have the freedom of speech. And so I don't think the courts are quite there to attempt to narrow the narrative or tell someone what they can or cannot say. But as we will discuss, it does impact how your proceedings can go. We have seen, although not a divorce case, 50 Cent and his eldest son go back and forth about their relationship and how much he gave the mother for child support. The story continues. We've seen that. We've seen a host of you know, issues with child support, issues with custody, issues with someone, their inability to see their children. I think recently or sometime in the recent past, Teddy Riley used his platform to talk about his challenges with seeing one of his children. And I think one of the most popular platforms we've seen in this discussion is Kanye West and what he believes his challenges are with seeing his children. So what we know for sure is it is no longer uncommon for others, celebrities, all of us to use our platforms to talk about what's going on in our lives. So we're definitely in different times where we don't wait for the newspaper or TV to tell us what's coming down the pipeline and we get to control our own narratives. And I think that's really important for celebrities. So we make all kinds of life announcements, divorce, vacations, whatever it may be. But as we will discuss today, it's a fine line about posting about our life announcements, what's going on, our careers, that sort of thing. And posting potential harmful information that can be used against you in court. And hence why I wanted to talk about the topic, right? Because I'm not here to tell you you can't post or you shouldn't post or turn off your social media. Although some attorneys will tell you that. I don't know if that's really realistic or necessary and you would have to judge that for yourself. But how can we post in a way that's not going to harm us or harm your case? Most importantly to me, if you listen to some of the previous podcasts is harm your children. 
because that's the downside to social media. Everyone has access to it. Your children, your children's friends, their parents, teachers, whoever, right? So we have to be mindful of the information we're putting out because everyone is watching. Your children, your in-laws are soon to be ex-in-laws, your lawyers, their lawyers, your children's friends, coaches, whoever. So it's a real fine line in terms of what you should share and maybe what you should hold off on sharing. And so, like I said, some attorneys just say, just don't post because it's really, in some cases, driving how the court perceives an issue. And we're going to go through some of the different issues and where I've seen this come up. So it's not just about using your platform or attempting to limit your right to free speech, but I want you to be mindful and post with intention, if you may, during the process so you don't hurt your case. So what do I find? Again, everyone will differ on what they believe is appropriate and inappropriate. But what do I find to be somewhat okay to post? I've seen families make joint statements about their decision to terminate their marriage. I've seen this with celebrities as well. And I keep referencing celebrities because they tend to use their platforms in a way to make an announcement, but we all do the same thing. So I seen Cynthia Bailey from the Real Housewives franchise, her and her soon to be or maybe ex-husband now made a joint statement that said, you know, we tried it. The marriage thing didn't work for us. So that's a good way. If you and your ex decided, you know, we don't want to have to call each and every one of our friends to make the announcement, but they're going to find out anyway. A joint announcement. It shows that you are trying to amicably work through the process, but, you know, the end is imminent. So here you are. Um, as I mentioned before, Tia Mowry made the announcement by herself that she was getting a divorce, but she didn't disclose a whole lot of information such as, oh, I can't stand him. He did X, Y, Z to me. None of that. It was just, hey, love my family, but this is kind of where we are. Those types of announcements, depending on where you are with the other party, I don't find those to be extremely harmful. The announcement of the breakup or the announcement that a divorce is imminent. There's not much of a disclosure of information that can rile up the emotions of the divorce, which we have previously discussed can already be pretty emotional and extremely emotionally draining. So I think just an announcement, unless the other side didn't know it was coming, right? So if you've already talked about it and they kind of know divorce is imminent, I don't see making the announcement if you feel that's the better way to reach more of your inner circle or your circle. I don't find that to be extremely harmful and I don't think a court is going to come down hard on you for making the announcement. But I've also seen this go the other way. As I mentioned, Neil and his wife are in a divorce proceeding. And from what I recall, so I'm going to use the word alleged allegations from his ex-wife. She laid it all out about why they were divorcing, what she experienced in her words. From what I have read, it seemed to have increased the animosity between the parties, right? And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. But if you listen to some of the previous podcasts, I talk about the importance of trying to keep the process amicable 
that decreases emotions, that decreases what you pay if you have an attorney, that decreases a lot, right? But that type of announcement where you're spilling all of the beans, one is going to potentially trigger the other side, trigger court proceedings to attempt to identify for the parties what should be posted and what should not be posted. And in general, potentially prolong your dissolution, aka divorce proceedings. So if we're going to post an announcement, keep it short and sweet. Hey, not working out, do it jointly, do it by yourself. But I don't think that's going to harm your case too much and provide as little as information as as you feel necessary. If you feel you want to make that type of announcement and then going forward, I would not recommend at all that you post details about the, the process. Okay, so we talked about what I feel is potentially appropriate to post. And again, I think this is a very important conversation to have with your attorney if you're using an attorney in your divorce about social media and kind of what their position is. And as you can hear, I am saying post as little as possible during the process, right? So if you've made the announcement, then as you go through the process, I wouldn't encourage you to post details about the court proceedings or my ex's XYZ. Just, hey, you know, this process is going on. It's challenging or whatever you feel you you want to share. I, I do understand that sometimes a platform is a release, is a way to, to gather or to have support during a very, very difficult time. But outside of what I've shared with you, I can't honestly say I would encourage you to share more than that. Let's talk about why. Why is it important to keep the postings amicable, somewhat vague, and not extremely detailed? Because what I've found with social media is a lot of times, although we can get support and have a support system there, A lot of times people are coming to your page to gather information, to potentially give to the other side or just frankly to be nosy. So we have to also be mindful of, as I call it, the dark side of social media. I've seen this used when people tend to share more information that may be necessary. Sometimes you can start off in an amicable space with the other party, right, where things can be amicable. But if too much information is shared, it can potentially trigger the other side and take the divorce proceeding in a whole different direction, which we just don't want. And then in terms of the negative post, as we talked about, and back to my original point with Neo and his ex-wife, they were in court about, because he is a public figure, about what should be appropriate and what shouldn't be appropriate. And should she be receive a gag order, if you may, in terms of what she should post? And that particular hearing may not have been necessary if the post wasn't made. So that is what I mean by the posting and the overshare of information could potentially take the divorce in a different direction, which we don't need. And then the negative post, if you're posting, this person did this, they did that. It doesn't serve 
a real purpose. And I'm talking specifically about your proceedings. And then again, as I mentioned in, in the beginning, your kids can potentially read that. Their grandparents, their friends. We don't want your children to have to deal with the backlash or with the conversations that may arise because of those types of postings. I've also seen postings of new significant others, right? And if your spouse is not wanting a divorce or not quite there, that again can trigger an emotional response or change your amicable experience of the divorce to something completely different. So there might be a time where, or maybe you've been separated long enough and your spouse knows about your new significant other, but I would be very, very cautious to post that while you're going through your divorce proceedings. And then I've seen people post things such as very lavish vacations, multiple lavish vacations, but then come to court and tell the court, oh, I don't have any money. I can't pay support. The other party is going to bring that information into the court. And maybe it's not a clear indication that there's money there. However, judges are human. So it is going to raise the question or maybe just the thought where if there's no money, what is happening here? You know, where did the money come for this? So be mindful of that. Or if you're saying, hey, I want to share custody, but every post you have is about going out every night and having a grand time with drugs and alcohol, again, that's going to raise some concern. Not to say that you can't drink or you can't do what you want in your free time. If you are making such allegations, but you're posting and it's not an agreement with what you're saying you want, those types of posts can be used against you. Because if you're not posting about it, we don't know. The court doesn't know. No one knows. But if you're constantly posting, then those types of things can be used against you. And under no circumstances do I think it's appropriate to post kids and use them against the other party. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, at no point do I think it's appropriate to use children as messengers. And sometimes that's what social media can become indirect messages to the other party. So I don't think that those things are appropriate. So if I had to sum it up, (laughs) I would say post as little information as possible. And I know we are in different times. I know social media is a way to express how you're feeling and all of that good stuff. But as we always hear in shows and everything of that nature, this information could essentially be used against you if it is inconsistent with the information that you are providing with the court. So the less you provide, the better. The more amicable you can keep your process, the better. The less that those outside of your immediate circle can see and know, the better. The less impact your posts have on your children and their experience of the divorce, the better. So again, I'm, I can't tell you and won't tell you not to post. I just want you now to be extremely mindful about what you post because this can turn out to be something that you can use as a positive inspiration for others that may be going through the same process and can see that you handled this in a positive way. And there's ways to seek support outside of social media, right? 
get a small circle that can support you through the process. There is therapy, there are divorce groups, and the list continues. The point here is to be mindful of what you're posting, share as little information as possible, and try to keep the process amicable and do not take shots at the other side on social media. I've seen that just completely blow up cases and try to get it done as amicably as possible. That is always my goal. I'm always trying to provide you with ways to do that because being in this business as long as I have, that is our goal to get it done. It's business. So we want to get in, get out with the least blow to us, our mentality, to our emotions, all of that. I really, really hope you think about what you post. If you're going through court, a court proceeding and always hear me in your head saying less is more, right? Less is more. So as usual, thank you so much for listening to Legally Uncensored. I can I can be found surprisingly and it's funny enough on all social media platforms legally uncensored on both Instagram and Facebook and I would love to hear from you if there is something that you want me to cover and discuss in the realm of family law please don't hesitate to find me and let me know again I am on social media and Instagram legally uncensored Facebook legally uncensored and I will be more than happy to discuss the topic again thank you so much for listening I am Demetria Graves and until next time